This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, remember, every Monday I give one of you 100 bucks to invest in your idea to help get it to the top. To enter, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove it. Again, that's Nathan to 33444 to prove it. Last week's winner was Mike Sherbakov. Mike runs his own internet business. He's doing between 100 and 500K per year. And he's a blogger, author, and influencer building his business listening to the top. This is episode 328. Coming up tomorrow morning, you guys are going to hear from Brian Badera. He is behind the Ted Cruz campaign. And he tells me that it costs 500 grand to call everybody in Florida. But how's he do it on demand? Top Tribe, good morning again. My name is Nathan Latka, and today our guest is Erica Douglas. She's a serial entrepreneur. She's built multiple seven-figure businesses. She's a techie and nerd turned marketer. She's currently running a chain of cell phone repair stores that's totally bootstrapped, profitable, and creating jobs. Erica, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, I am. So I just realized this too. Your address is Austin. Are you the Are you the iFix little truck on the corner that I always pass? That is not us. However, we know him. Uh, we <laughs> You're are going to buy him of, soon, right? I would I would be open to that if he's <laughs> listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are one of repairs. Uh, I would say, as far as we know, we're Austin's top independent phone, computer, video game console repair shop. And we're located at 2004 Guadalupe, right on the UT campus. And we just opened a second store in San Marcos, which is just south of Austin, for those of you who are not super familiar with Texas. <laughs> so what's the, what's the website for the repair company? Uh, oneuprepairs.com, number one, uprepairs.com. Okay, great. So, and is this, um, I'm checking it out right now. Is this location dependent? Do people have to be in Austin to use this or San Marcos? They don't have to be, but usually we work with people who are in Austin. Sometimes people come in from Houston or Dallas. Uh, We do have one funny group of people that comes in from New Mexico and they're here every so often. And they always like save up all of their phones that are broken. Uh. And then they bring like (laughs) piles of phones in from New Mexico. So we love when they come to visit. So yes, we get customers outside of Austin. Okay. So tell us how you make money with one up repairs. Sure. I mean, uh, cell phone repair is our biggest business. Um, To give you some idea, we now have seven employees. Like I said, two locations. I invested in the business uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, And this year we're well on track to do well into seven figures of revenue with no debt, uh, bootstrapped, profitable. So pretty awesome stuff. I love the fact that we're creating jobs here in Austin and San Marcos where, you know, we've pulled a lot of people from the restaurant industry, from the retail industry. Uh, Occasionally we work with college students. So it's really, it's a fun group of people where they're like family. And Erica, what did, um, you said you bought into the business. So this sounds like this is, there's a good story there. It sounds like you didn't found it, but you found the founders and bought in. Yeah, actually, uh, my partner, John, my partner in business and life, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, before we were together, we were best friends for a couple of years. And one day I have this MacBook pro that is 
literally my life. Obviously I have it backed up, but if I don't have my computer, I feel like I'm missing a part of myself because everything I have is on that computer. And one day I had it in my backpack and I had like a chai latte in there. And it was, it was an empty mug from my house, you know, one of those insulated mugs. But what I didn't realize was that the mug apparently was not secured completely properly. And the few drops of chai latte that was still in there got all over my laptop. So oh. I, I opened up my laptop in the middle of a conference with some of my customers and I opened up my laptop and it was just soaked Mm. and I tried to turn it on and it wouldn't turn on. And I was flipping out. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm in the middle of a conference with people. I'm sitting at a conference table. My presentation's on this laptop, you know, so I kind of winged it. And then as soon as the uh, presentation was over, I called John and I said, help, help, help. You know, this is like expensive computer and you know I, I have all my stuff on here so he took it apart cleaned it up and sure enough that same day it was working perfectly again. so is he it the was, founder of one up repairs or yeah. okay at that time he was just working by himself in an industrial area so when i bought in we got a better location right on the ut austin so campus. you weren't hold on just to be clear you weren't together yeah. when you called him from that meeting to repair your phone or no, were we you were, we were best friends at that time <laughs> got it and then now you're what married uh, we are getting married. Very yes. cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. So what did you buy in for when you bought in? Uh, so I put in about $17,000 for okay. about half of the business at that point. Okay. And and what year was that? Uh, that was December of 2014. Okay. And what was total revenue 2014? Do you know? About 62000 Okay. And what about in 2015? Uh, 380000 Wow. Okay. What was, the, what was the reason for that growth? Did you open a new location or what? Yeah. So we moved from the industrial area. My gut feeling told me that college students were the ones that we needed to target uh, because they were people who were not able to drive. Typically, college students don't have cars, but they're very dependent on technology. They'd rather I mean, I've seen the statistics, right? You've probably seen these two millennials would rather have a cell phone than a car. Yep. And so to me, that was hello. <laughs> you know, that was just light bulbs. Be and- close to them. Yeah, exactly. So the college students. So it's April. It's April 2016. What have you done so far in 2016 revenue wise? Good question. I don't have exact numbers because we have two stores now and I'd have to add them up yeah. together. But I know we're on track to do well over a million dollars in revenue this year. Okay, a million this year. Okay. And then what do you make on the million? Uh, so gross margin is about 25%. And what about net? Um, net, well, we basically pay ourselves out of the gross margin. Yep. Uh, although we do take small salaries as well. So did you say net I, margin is about zero just because you're reinvesting? Yeah, basically because we reinvest everything in the business. Um, it's not like we couldn't be tar- totally profitable if we want to, but since we don't have investors or anything that we need to pay back at this point, we just, you know, basically put the money back into the business. We're hoping to grow at least two more locations this year as well. Wow. Okay. So, um, so it's fair to say if you're going to do a million this year, you're doing about 88 grand per month. Yes. And how uh, uh, across two locations, which is impressive. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, how many phone repairs are you doing? I mean, does most revenue come from phone repairs or is it computer repairs or something else that I'm missing? About 80% of it is phone repairs by volume. Uh, The numbers are a little bit skewed because computer repairs are often more expensive. So you're talking like in terms of, you know, let's say we get, we get on average about 20 to 25 tickets per day. So 20 to 25 things that people bring in. Uh, Phone repairs are the highest volume, the highest percentage of that. But in terms of the highest margin would probably be services like data recovery or stuff that we work on with video game consoles. Interesting. Okay. Um, And what... So how many total jobs did you process in any given month when you add both locations together? Well, like I said, 20 to 25 per day times 30 days is probably, you know, what, six, seven hundred. But is that both or one? That's both locations. Oh, both. Okay. So, so about 700 kind of jobs per month. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's over two locations, but keep in mind, we did just open San Marcos a couple months ago. So we're still ramping up in that location. Got it. So at 700 jobs and you're doing 88 grand top line, is it fair to say that each job is about a hundred to 120 bucks? Got it. That's Something a, like that. That's perfect estimate. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay, cool. So gross mark. So again, each repair is called, let's just call it a hundred bucks. Make the math easy. It sounds like you're probably most of your costs that are above the line, meaning above the gross margin, I imagine are like the screen you have to buy from Apple to repair the phone with. Is that right? And you would be surprised. So this is a common misconception. Apple uh-huh. does not actually sell repair parts. Oh, okay. Uh, so there is an entire interesting, mostly underground network of distributors from China, all over the United States that sell parts. So basically what happens is, let's say you have an iPhone 6 and you break the screen on it. So, but the colors are still showing through the screen. You're just breaking the glass on top. So what happens is we will repair that for you. And then there are companies that buy those broken screens back. They ship them back to China where factories in China will put new glass on the screens, test them, make sure they're working and ship them back to us. So what you're seeing in the iPhone repair market is a lot of parts that get recycled and refurbished and sent back over and over again as new. So they're tested and and sold as new to us and to other distributors. And that is how every iPhone phone repair company other than the Apple store gets their parts. Got it. Apple store is getting, you know, they're never broken screens that are redone. They're getting them just made right off the line. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And only Apple does that. So Apple is very cagey with that sort of stuff. But we find that it depends on the quality varies widely. I will admit that for sure. With the distributors that we use, we're very extremely picky about this. We have the highest Yelp reviews of anybody in Austin and we want to keep it that way. So we will pick distributors and pay more for parts based on the fact that they're higher quality parts. Mm -hmm. So one thing I would say is never pick a repair shop based on price alone. Ask them about the quality of their parts and where they come from. All of the good stores will have lots of stories about distributors and parts. Got it. Because so in in other words, if I ask that question and they say, oh, we have the best. And then I say, well, have you ever had to switch distributors? And they say, no, they probably haven't done their research. Right. Or if they if they say they buy parts from Apple, you know, you've caught them in a lie. And we have had other stores say that. So, you know, well, this store says they buy their parts from Apple. It's, It's not possible to buy your parts from Apple unless you are Apple. Yeah. 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 Got it. Interesting. Okay, so. So the business, okay, just to be clear, so you put in 17 grand in 2014 for 50%, meaning you were valuing the business at about 0.75% of total top line revenue. Mm-hmm. Is that typically how these kinds of business, like, how do you value this? In other words, if you had an offer, an acquisition offer today, like, how would you value the business? It's a great question. And to be honest, I'm not sure that there's a firm answer to that right now. Um, We are evaluating potentially buying some other businesses and we're looking at those kind of numbers right now. Mm -hmm. And that's an ongoing discussion that we're having between us in terms of the, you know, we're running the business and people that might be potentially interested in selling. If we were potentially interested in selling, that would be a conversation we would have with them. I'm seriously not trying to be cagey. Well, no, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it the other way around, Erica. So the ones you're buying. Mm-hmm. You're, you're on the other side. You're negotiating with them trying to keep the price low. How, how, what are you saying? Are you just saying, what's your annual revenue? Then we're going to divide that by half. But if your margins are 10%, we're going to cut it in another half. I mean, what are the triggers that drive the valuation lower so you can get a better price? The most interesting metrics I have to look at are number of repeat customers and in terms of what's going on with those repeat customers. Like how many times are they coming back? How many times are they referring someone? And the... Uh, reviews of the business as well. So I'm looking at, yeah, I'm because that drives new customers in. Absolutely. If you look at our Yelp reviews, we are very picky about this sort of thing. And we have all almost all five star Yelp reviews. So we're the highest rated shop in Austin. And why can't your competitors just go in there and give you a one star review? 
Well, they could, I suppose, but they're not, you know, actually doing business with us. So we can look that up in our customer records. Yelp is responsive to that kind of stuff. They're not totally responsive to it. Yeah. But I, I think Yelp gets a little bit of a worse rep than they actually deserve on that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not Yelp's biggest fan. Well, in I mean, the world, if I'm one of your competitors but, right now down the street, I'm listening to this and I'm hearing you say my business is dependent on Yelp reviews to get new business. I'm thinking, well, it's, it's you know, again, I'm just being devil's advocate here. I'm going, wow. Okay. So the way I sabotage this business is go put crappy Yelp reviews. You can fight that though is what you're saying. Yeah. Yelp actually fights a lot of that stuff because Uh they basically, if you're a new profile with one review and it's one star or five star of a business, they're going to hide that review. Oh, got it. It's actually really hard to do that. So what you'd have to do is review a bunch of other businesses and then, you know, give us or somebody else a one star review. Um, Got it. So it's more work than just. Yeah, it's it's not something that's going to happen very frequently. I mean, honestly, we've got some really good competition out there. And I think we're friendly with most of the other ones in town. Like you mentioned, the iFix guy. I mean, we we know most of these folks. So do people pick these, though, based off brand? Like when I break my phone, I don't I have no brand affinity. I just want my phone fixed. So I'm going to do probably do a Google search. I'm probably going to search Austin fix broken phone. Mm-hmm. Right. And whoever comes up first is probably who I'm going to, whoever comes up first. And if they're close to me is who I'm going to come up with. Sure. So I what mean, is that? I mean, is that what differentiates you from some of these other guys? Well, you can look at our reviews and you can kind of see that uh, one person put a picture up on her review. We had, uh, you know, Postmates, the de- food delivery service, they uh-huh. had some special from Voodoo Donuts downtown. And so we bought a, you know, a box of voodoo donuts and had it delivered to the store and a customer came in and she was like, Oh, donuts. And Brandon, our store manager just handed her a donut was like, here, have a donut. And she was like, you guys are amazing. You fixed my phone and you gave me a donut. So, you know, it's stuff like that. It's little things that set the business apart. We always try to be friendly. We offer a one year warranty and you know, we kind of, we try to do as no hassle of a warranty as possible so that if you come back and something's wrong with your phone, as long as you haven't dropped it or broken it, we're going to take care of you. Yeah. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking right now. I just searched Austin fix iPhone screen into Google. Like I'm trying to trying to think, what would I do? Right. How would I find you? I'm reverse engineering here. And when I go to the first organic result, which is Yelp and I go down the list, you have this, my phone doctor of Austin, but it's an ad. So the clearly have paid for that placement. When I go down to the organic ones, they have 110 reviews, but it's not five stars. You have 167 reviews and they're all five stars. So yep. you're saying that differentiator is, is the main reason why you guys are again, driving and growing revenue. Yeah. And read those reviews. They're not just like they fixed my phone and it was great. They're like, these guys are amazing. I went to the Apple store and they told me I was going to lose all the data on my laptop. And then one of her pairs fixed the same day and I was able to save all my data. You know, that's one of the reviews that we got recently. So it's stuff like that. And you read those reviews and you're like, okay, these are people who really care. And I'm not like, that's not me fronting. Like you read the reviews, like they're, people are very emotional about stuff like that. Well, what, and what's involved in actually running this business? I mean, are you in it every day or do you have a manager that sits at the location and is also knows how to do all the fixes himself or herself? Both. So I'm in it every day. John's in it every day. And Brandon, our store manager's in it every day. Uh, and then we have three or sorry, four other employees as well. Who Sounds are, like you're there right now in the back room doing yes. it, right? <laughs> I'm at our San Marcos location right now. Yeah. Awesome. Very, very cool. Erica, before we get to my favorite part of the show, if people want to connect with you personally online, where can they do that? Uh, search Erica Douglas on Facebook. My last name has two S's. So it's E-R-I-C-A and then Douglas with two S's, D-O-U-G-L-A-S-S. Find me on Facebook or facebook.com slash Erica Biz is how you can reach me. I'm mostly on Facebook all day. 
folks, breaking news, we've added two capuchin monkeys that can sit at a computer, write a cold email, and close a deal better than most of your salespeople. They're gonna join the world's greatest business show on October 6th in Austin, Texas. In addition to these amazing monkeys, which you can't miss live on stage, you'll see tech billionaires battle, authors launch their books, Startups go from bootstrap to billions live on stage. You don't want to miss it. Go to nathanlatka.com forward slash Austin live to get your tickets now. They are almost sold out. We have so many people buying like Blake Allen, Timothy Delaforce. We're almost sold out. Go see the monkeys. Watch the billionaires. nathanlatka.com forward slash Austin live. Get your tickets right now. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. We will link to that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top three, two, eight. All right, Erica, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Do you know what time it is? Yes. What time is it? It's time for all my favorite things. That favorite. Are- <laughs> That's a great guy. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Yes. Number one. What's your favorite business book? Uh, favorite business book. I'm actually uh, reading. Okay. This is a really odd choice. I'm reading the Seth books by Jane Roberts right now. Not necessarily business books, but he's got a great one on creativity that I'm going through right now. So uh-huh. those are the ones I'm reading. Very cool. Number two. Are, uh, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Good question. I thought about this before this interview too. I'm going to, I'm going to be, you know, um, boring here and I'm going to say Elon Musk because he's really interesting to me right now. I've been following the whole Tesla thing. I just put a deposit down on a Tesla. So awesome. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like HostGator? Uh, good question. I would say our point of sale system is probably the thing that I'm in all the time. It's called Lightspeed. So that's what we're using for our store. Awesome. Next question. Number four. Yes or no? As you're building this business, Erica, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? I absolutely am as much as I possibly can with a new baby and a business. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Okay. So new baby business, uh, about to be married in a couple months, I imagine. Yep. Here's he, last question. Take us back, Erica, to your 20 year old self. What do you wish that she knew? I wish that she had more, even more self-confidence than she did. I was just starting my first million dollar business when I was 20. I could have gotten there a lot more quickly if I had really believed in myself. When did you hit your, you know, a million revenue in your first business? What year was it? Or how old were you? I was 26. So it took me six years to get there. Awesome. Well, Top Tribe, there you have it from Erica Douglas. She bought in to this iPhone and computer repair company called One Up Repairs back in 2014 when it did 62 grand in revenue. She bought in 50% for 17 grand. It did 380 in 2015. It will break, hopefully, a million here in 2016. That's what they're on track for. Erica, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. If you guys enjoyed Erica today, go back and listen to Nathan yesterday. His B2B SaaS company prevents death with wearables. How's he do it? Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with 
Facebook and Google ads. Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. The greatest business show on earth is coming to Austin, Texas, October 6th this year, featuring Webinar Wars, where two people that you know very well will launch their own products live on stage, giving a webinar live to their audience. You'll get to watch what they do and see who sells the most. The winner will get a massive prize from me that will go directly to their charity. Get your tickets now at NathanLatka.com forward slash Austin Live. That's NathanLatka.com forward slash Austin Live. And if you're skeptical, just look at the speakers we have. Go to the link, look at the speakers, and you decide for yourself. NathanLatka.com forward slash Austin live. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. 